You're listening to Watchers on the Couch. This is episode two, and we are discussing episode two of season five, The House of Black and White. I'm Tim Pickerel. I'm Sarah Hedrick. And I'm Mike Daffro. And stuff actually happened in the show, which is good things that happen. If you have a show, you should have things happen in it. True story. That's why I love this show, because actually story progresses and things happen. Unlike other shows where it's, why did I watch this? That happens a lot. Or the same format every episode. Like Bones. Like Bones or Grimm or any other, like, Procedural show. show. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Same thing. We have to... We have to make a bunch of episodes to keep the show going, whereas, okay, we have a set story that we're telling. Mm-hmm. And there is an end point. And there is an end point, yeah. as far as we know. It may go on forever. What if he just writes books forever and ever? Forever. And ever. Do you think he's immortal? No. Probably <laughs> not. Probably not. Most of my favorite... Do you think he drank some witch's blood or something? Most of, <laughs> no, most of my favorite writers have died before they've finished their books. So yeah. Well, it's, no. a, it's a very unfortunate thing that happens. It's like, listen, if you're going to... If you're going to write a long series of books, maybe do some push-ups or something every <laughs> once in a while. Get yourself in some kind of shape to live long enough to finish the books. Because you're sitting down most of your life just writing. Writing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That- write on a treadmill. Put the laptop on top <laughs> of the <you> treadmill. <laughs> Might have a lot more spelling errors. Yeah. Probably pretty hard to type. That's what, that's what editors you for and spell check. Yeah. So... I think modern day technology can help you be a fit writer. At any rate, I concur. There's, there's, my, there's my rant. Meanwhile, I'm ri- trying to write a book and I'm not writing anything. So, yeah, what's up with that? I'm lazy. I'm lazy. There's too much stuff. There's too much other stuff to do. I can't sit down and write. And write a book about wieners. <laughs> right now, I'm recording a podcast, so that's not writing. <laughs> It's that kind of thing. Uh, okay, but at any rate. Maybe writing's just not your thing, Ike. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's have a spelling contest. Let's have a spell check contest. <laughs> Why, Ike? Whatever do you mean? <laughs> so at any rate, the show opens with Arya arriving in Bravos. The, uh, as the captain of the ship's drops her off at what is called the House of Black and White, which is also the name of the episode. So, hey, things fit. Unfortunately, you don't see enough of the House of Black and White in this episode. It's just kind of a little feather tease on your ass. Mm -hmm. Then there was just a giant statue with a little bit of gas. That's a really nice way to put it. What? (laughs) Oh, the feather tease? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we come in, we uh, we see Bravos, we see the giant sentinel statue that Stands, legs spread among. Uh, it's like basically, it's like white eagle. You know, it's just like it's. Yeah, it's not spread eagle because he's not, not laying spread. on his back. Well, he's standing. Yeah, but still, if you look up, you can get. I'm a, sure you can you're get a good. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you, if you mm-hmm. had an iPhone, mm-hmm. you could get a good upskirt shot, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And then now it's the arrival. Had a little gas, you know. He farted a little bit. Right. Yeah. Announce him in. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how he announces people in. Cool. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder if. Like people who like made those stone statues actually thought enough. It's like, listen, we're giving him a skirt. Should we put the twig and berries underneath it or not? Do we give him underpants? Do they wear underpants back, in, back then? No, I wouldn't <laughs> think so. No. But it's like that's the difference between because it looks it looked like when you saw the statue that you could look up the yeah, skirt. Absolutely. Unlike the Statue of Liberty, which I think is pretty solid, you can't see up her dress. 
Well, you can go inside her dress, though. <laughs> mm. My mind is blown. <laughs> uh, but Arya, yeah, Arya goes to the House of Black and White, which is literally a house with a black door and a white door. And no windows. Which is very segregated. The House of Black and White door. That's not true. House of Black and White. Mm-hmm. They need to paint that thing mm-hmm. and make the whole thing black and white. But she shows up with her uh, her little coin, and she can't get in. So she sits out in the rain reciting her list of names, which is there's only four names left on the list at this point. It's uh, Cersei, the Mountain. I forget the third name. Why do I feel like I forgot the fourth name, too? Because she did. I think I did. Yeah. No, I can't remember them either. Actually, I couldn't understand what the third name was. I couldn't understand what she was saying. Me, uh, like I've read the books, but it's been a few years, so I don't remember the names either. Murren Trant or something like that. Yeah, sounds about right. Sure. And Ilan Payne. Ilan Payne's the fourth one, the one that actually took her father's head off. Okay. So yeah, so she can't get in, so she's just hanging out and getting rained on, and that's where we leave her for a little bit before we run into uh, Brienne and Podrick. And last episode, we had mentioned how Sansa and Baelish's carriage just drove right by him. And I said, yeah, they're probably never going to actually meet up. It's kind of just like a fuck you to the fans, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Well, boom. I was wrong. Hmm. In your face. In so my, glad that's recorded. In my face. Yeah, she's going to get that. Or she's going to isolate that. And that's going to be her. The, that's the, my ringtone. That's the, that's the tone that comes up on her phone every time I text message her. I was wrong. <laughs> It's just fair enough, I guess. All right. Everybody has to be wrong once or twice in their life. I think that's what losers say. Ooh, <laughs> you need some aloe for that burn? I'm, uh, I'm rethinking this engagement thing. <laughs> that was mean. Sorry. Was so harsh. Oh. Uh, yeah, Brianna and Podrick run into uh, Baelish and Sansa at some inn as they're eating some... Whatever they eat back then, I guess. Having some ale as well. Ales and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. ale. You have to have ale anywhere you go back then. It's ale. They don't even have water. I don't ale? think. Uh, no, that's not my name. My mm-hmm. name's Mike. But- as soon as you're off, <laughs> as soon as you're, yeah. as soon as you're off the breast, you're, you're straight to the ale in in the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. They don't have water. So yeah, Brienne introduces herself to Sansa and Baelish, and of course, everything. Uh, works out well. Sansa goes with Brienne and uh, happily ever after, right? The end. That's wow. what that's what happened, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. I think you may that's have fallen I asleep. I think you both might have fallen asleep. What did, well, what happened? What did I miss? What did you, Okay. Um, well, I guess uh, Brienne offered her services to protect Sansa, and Sansa said no. I'm glad you said... Her services to protect, and it's like she just offered her services to Sansa. Mike, Mike, what would that sound like? <laughs> I'm sworn to protect you, and I will have your back and your vagina. I mean, maybe if if you're if you're cool with that, if you're okay with that. I mean, I don't know. Okay, I just uh, just my sword, my finger, my, oh, my finger sword. Oh, yes, finger sword. Oh my God, I call this Oathkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, Sansa refused, and Sansa asked her to leave, and then Peter asked her to stay, which 
Why? Because you can't have somebody running off knowing that Sansa's alive and where she is mm-hmm. when you have Cersei Lannister wanting to kill just about everybody at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Gotta keep your secrets. Gotta keep your secrets close. Mm-hmm. And your secrets closer. Well, and your niece closer. Mm. Your niece lover. And your oath keeper even closer. How close? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Baelish sends his guards to um, get Brienne and poor old Podrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that what doesn't work. Most of those, yeah, most of those guys get killed, <laughs> as far as I know, or maybe all of them got killed. I don't know. Such but, a goof! Where, like when he went the opposite way, <laughs> and the <laughs> noise like made. Was like, <laughs> like, I was just waiting for the Benny Hill theme. <laughs> <laughs> But that didn't happen. Then she chooses not to go after Sansa and chooses to go back and get him because she knows his dumbass is going to get killed. Right. But then, despite the fact that she dis- that Sansa doesn't want her help or protection, like Sansa thinks mm-hmm. she's got the world figured out. Well, not maybe not the world figured out, but she thinks she's like got a good handle on the situation. But Brienne doesn't take no for an answer, and she's going to follow along anyway. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't think I would. It's kind of stalkerish if you think about it. It's a it. little stalkerish, yeah. and I guess I maybe I just don't like think this is this is going to be a problem, Sarah. I don't know if I uh, if I hold to my oaths that closely. <laughs> if you do what? If I hold to my oaths that closely? <laughs> no. Yeah, that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that might have been. Uh, that might have been something we should have talked about earlier. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Listen, if you uh, if you want me to protect people that don't want to be protected, I might just uh, I might just go have a nail somewhere. You might record a podcast, not writing a book. Also that, yeah, you might have a nail while having a podcast mm. instead of writing a book. Yes, might have a nail instead of writing a book. Might write a book about having a nail. There you go. Wow, I think you just solved your problem. A book about ale and wieners. Ale and Wieners. That's the next podcast. Yes. No wieners in this episode. Nope. No mm-hmm. boobs. Nope. Mm-mm. No ass. I think they're maybe going to get away from that a little more than they what they used to do. <laughs> yeah, it only took five seasons. But okay, <laughs> now people are invested. Yeah, exactly. We can we can get rid of the nudity. Exactly. We're invested <laughs> in the story now, and you know they don't have to do just gratuitous nude scenes. We don't have to. We don't need to have people just spreading their legs open anymore. Mm-hmm. So okay, well. Which I might have to stop watching if there's no more new scenes. I think I am invested in this point, so I'll I'll go anyway. But I might have to have a picture of naked people in front of me to put underneath the television screen so I at least get some nudity while I'm watching. Yes. So I'll just we, print we out ta- pictures of previous uh, yeah. episodes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I was thinking like you were just going to have a porno going with sound off like underneath the... Uh, Underneath the TV. I'll watch Spartacus on mute <laughs> while I watch a Game of Thrones. Now I'm satisfied. <laughs> this, is, this is the best TV experience yeah. ever. So that's actually where we leave. I don't think we see Brienne and Podrick for the rest of the episode after that. I think that was their only... Uh, I believe so. That's their yeah, only that appearance. Jamie and Cersei, however, receive a threat from Dorne, which is one of the cities south of... Westeros. Jamie or uh, Cersei continues to be mean to Jamie, which I'm still hoping that Jamie's going to kill Cersei. <laughs> but he can't. Not now because Arya has to, right? Well, she's on the list, but how well, many... I mean, but you would think that's where the story would go. They'd let her 
You think that, know. but how many people on Ari's list did Ari actually kill? Mm, yeah, not many. Like maybe one. Yeah, everybody mm. else just kind of died anyway. But now she's gonna have no face. Oh, we didn't get to that part yet, but we will. <laughs> Jumping ahead, they're gonna cut her All face right. right off. Um. So yeah, so Cersei and Jamie's daughter is actually in Dorne because several seasons back Tyrion got her out of there uh, for as some kind of bargaining chip. So Cersei thinks that her daughter's threatened. Jamie is going to go to Dorne to get her. And he's going to bring somebody with him. And it's Bronn! Yeah, And I'm so happy that Bronn's in this season. I was afraid that I'd never see Bronn again. Yeah, I didn't think so either. Bronn actually has a way bigger role in the show than he does in the books. So, I guess just because everybody liked him so much, it's like, okay, well, we'll bring this guy back again. Because, yeah. Good, I like his character. Good yeah. for them. So, it's going to be the Jamie and Bronn show for a while. Do you think they're going to have their own theme song? Uh, we, we might write one for them. <laughs> between the between the Jamie and Bronn show and the Tyrion and Varys show, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of odd couple. There's stuff a lot of spinoff on. shows that I yeah. think could just come out of this. I'd love to see it as like a 1980s sitcom, you know, where they're like just popping through the door. <laughs> <laughs> the doors bang together, and they're like. Right. Too many swords. Too many <laughs> swords. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Marine, uh, they let's see, Dahario, Naharis, and Grey Worm find one of the sons of the harpy hidden in a wall, and they pull that guy out and question him. Yada yada yada, and there's a big debate about what they're going to do with this guy, or whether or not he gets a trial. Whether or not he's just going to get executed, a lot of people pushing for the execution. But old uh, Barristan says that, or reminds uh, Daenerys of her father, the Mad King, and all the crazy shit that he used to do, uh, just to give her a little brief reminder of what power can do to you. So uh, she takes that under advisement for a little bit, and then. It seemed a little fishy to me that they just found him in the wall like he just knew that, oh, he's in the wall. Yeah. Like, I think something else is going on there myself. That uh, just seemed a little set up to you me. Th- you think that, uh, who was, what's the guy's name? What's Daenerys's boyfriend's name? I have to call uh, her boyfriend, but the, the lover, you know. It's like Dario. Like, Dario. Okay, yeah. so you think Dario was in on something? Like he knew I don't know, that maybe. That guy was I mean, be- yeah, it seems like that was just a little. Like, maybe he helped him hide, and then, like, oh, here he is. Let's maybe. just slam our knife through mm, the wall. I don't know. I think I don't this... think he would have helped him, because then maybe that guy would have said, you know, oh, no, he helped me. Get him, too. Right, yeah. I don't know. No, I think it, it just seems just, like there was something going on. I just think it seems like another way to make this make Heidi McCotterson look like more of a badass. It's like, I've been around. I've seen some things. I can smell this dude behind the wall. Stab! <laughs> I think it was one of those. Uh, but anyway, it t- turns out that the uh, decision of whether or not he's going to get a trial gets taken out of her hands because one of the former slaves that's on Daenerys' council, 
Evil Council. Evil Council. Council. <laughs> council. <laughs> the former slave that's on Daenerys's con- council decided that they're just going to kill that guy anyway. And, well, then Daenerys is like, well, what the fuck? I was going to give this guy a trial. And then this former slave who I'm supposed to be, you know, empowering, takes it on himself to break my law and kill this guy. Mm, She's like, the law is the law. Yeah, I am the law. (laughs) Actually, she didn't say I am the law. He said, you are the law. And she's, she's like, like I'm not the law. The law is the law. Really? <laughs> Judge Daenerys. <laughs> <laughs> I need to protect the law. I am the law. Who my dragons? So she has Heidi McOtterson. Well, she publicly executes the slave. And then... Everyone turns into snakes, and they're like, everyone's snakes! Fucking run! Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> it was like their version <coughs> of the no boo. Idea. Yeah, it's like nobody boos. <laughs> it's like nobody applauds. They it's just like, go tss. It's like... <laughs> what if we all just started... What if people just started doing that when they got upset about something? That's what I'm going to start doing. Like, if I ever get... <laughs> I've decided. It's my new thing. If I, get, if I ever get laid off from work, I'm just going to sit there and go... Tss. <laughs> so everybody turns into snakes and but that that's all that happens it's nice and peaceful after that everybody understands why he had to get executed and everybody just went home and had mm-hmm. some tea they discussed it and they're like yeah that was, that was a good decision i'm, I'm comfortable with what happened i like <laughs> i like this sense of justice would you like some ale yeah this doesn't make for good storytelling i gotta say like what you guys are telling me right now like i i'm i'm about to fall asleep was i wrong i i think you're wrong do you, you do you remember it differently i do what happened i do what, um, do, you, what do you tell me what you remember well, what's going on in that head of yours <laughs> oh you don't want to know <laughs> uh well from my perspective now this is just my own personal opinion not necessarily fact but uh there was a lot of rock throwing going on after that guy was executed Hmm. And uh, Danny was escorted out with the guards. You think like, they clean up more of those rocks off the street, right? Yeah, right. I mean, that's you know? yeah, it's yeah. Like, so leave these here just know. in case we want to riot. There was you never ru- know. Yeah, nobody clean up the rocks in the streets. No. So somebody throws, yeah, somebody throws a rock at one of the former slaves. Throws a rock at some of the former upper class people. The more the nicely dressed ones, the ones that actually wear the colors, the not masters. like not just wearing brown. Yeah, masters. Yeah. Um and then it starts a violent riot and then everybody puts shields around Danny and they're like, Danny, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Danny? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think there's uh, some Michael Jackson in there. There's yeah. it was good. Yeah. I liked it. Uh and they get her the hell out and then she's like, Oh, everything went tits up. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Everybody just leave me alone. And then we get to see your big dragon. Yeah. Your dragon shows up. Mm-hmm. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was just waiting for the dragon to bite off her hand. For I real. was waiting I for that to bite her head off. Well, that too. So I was just, <laughs> Mike was Mike was waiting <laughs> head off. Mike was waiting for the dragon to set her clothes on fire. <laughs> I actually was. And I didn't think about that. I'm like, maybe here we go. <laughs> like that's just the this end is of, my moment. <laughs> that'd be hilarious if that was like just the end of the episode. <laughs> it like just burns her clothes <laughs> off and she's standing there naked. Like what the fuck? And then the credits. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Best episode ever. We skipped some steps, though. No, I know. I was just wrapping up because that's pretty much all that happens with her. So I didn't want to jump back and oh, forth yeah. between characters. Yeah. Well, speaking of Michael Jackson, you know, to go back to that. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about yeah, Michael Jackson. Michael appearance Jackson. In the show. Uh, Jamie Lannister. I thought kind of looked like he had a, a thriller jacket on, like a medieval thriller jacket. Oh, anyway, when he went to Dorne, yeah. or when he oh, went to yeah. when he went to see Bron. He did. <laughs> I was like, that was a nice jacket. I, if, if I were ever going to cosplay as Jamie Lannister, first I'd have to grow some hair. But I'd probably get that jacket. Would you wear it every day? Not every day. That would be ridiculous. Would you, you wear would, it every day that you needed a jacket? Well, sometimes you would take the jacket off. Yeah, you have to jack it off yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. Okay. But not before you jack it on. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, because you, you have to have it on before you can jack it off. Right. Yeah. No, well, I, I I'm totally, glad we're on the same page I, with our jacket yeah, wearing. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. But no, you're right. It was kind of it was kind of a thriller jacket. No, I wouldn't wear it every day that I needed a jacket. I would wear it when I need, like on special occasions, like when we go to <laughs> yeah, when we go to like Trader, when we go to Trader Joe's or something. That's when that I'm going to put on occasion. my Jamie Lannister jacket. Seriously. That's good. You can you can uh, entertain the Trader Joe's folk that work there with your thriller jacket. Do you think they'll even know where I, that they, jacket's they from? They are so friendly there. They'll talk you talk to you about yeah. anything. They'll actually go. Where'd you get that jacket from? Mm-hmm. Funny thing, I went to the Seven Kingdoms and I picked mm-hmm. it up from a guy. Yep, it's good. Uh, what else happened? Somebody else needs to like talk about some storyline. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing all the speaking. Uh, we missed Arya because at the end she. Did get in to the House of Black and White. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, I she forgot. just knocked on the door and she was like, <laughs> Come on, man, can you please let me in? I'm like, I brought pizza. Just running around here killing birds and stuff. <laughs> can I come in? Okay. Yeah. I do come in. <laughs> do you like something to drink? Like some ale? Yeah. Well, she was in the street. Mm-hmm. And some kids were about to, I guess, take a boot. We say kids, but I mean, they yeah, were, they yeah. were they were tall. They were tall kids. They were taller than her. Well, I would say they were maybe like fifteen, sixteen. Well, they were they were still they were like another third of her size in height. Let's say they're teens, late teens. Do we concur with this? We'll say sure. late teens. Okay, I'm happy with that. That's well, anyway, fine. they were gonna take her stuff and mm-hmm. she was like no I got my sword you better turn around mm-hmm. otherwise you will die is that her accent mm-hmm. oh okay <laughs> my head okay it was a pretty good impression I almost thought she was here right now yeah. just for a second she's good. like stuff doesn't <laughs> I'm changing it again <laughs> how's that accent go she's like stuff doesn't mean anything to dead people <laughs> <laughs> things things mean is it you well, kids are being pretty lazy. <laughs> Go at your own swords and birds. No, that, no, that didn't. That turned out horribly. <laughs> How did Daenerys get into the Bravos? <laughs> well, she was in Marine. 
but no, they actually get they get run off by the guy that opens the House of Black and White doors, which is a rogue black guy. Mm. And just uh, who we saw saying, "There's nobody named Jack and Hagar here." Is it called the House of Black and White because of the doors, or because he switches from a white man and a black man? Oh, you oh. jumped ahead again. <laughs> <laughs> but we're on that track. We are on that track. So yeah, she follows. She follows the hooded guy back to the house of black and white he's like hey who are you what's the haps because that's how they talk right yeah I, I would have been wondering like why are you following me like what the hell and he turns around and peels his face off and it was just like that john travolta movie yeah it was nicholas cage off. underneath it was it's <laughs> <laughs> great okay no but we see the face of the person who we Previously knew as Jack and Hagar. Jack off Hagar. And Arya's like, wait a minute. You said there's no Jack and Hagar here. You tricked me. You're silly. And he goes, there is no Jack and Hagar. No. So. She's like, well, then who are you? He says, I'm nobody, which is who you have to be. So there's the interesting question. We have people that pull off faces. Is that really the same guy, or is that just a face that they have laying around? Yeah, is it like Mission Impossible? Right. Is there only one faceless man? Is he, another if question. He pulls it, if he pulls off another mask, is it going to be... Um, John Voight? Yes. <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> Let's assume. I'm so glad you guys, like, he, Mike was thinking John Voight, too. <laughs> well, he was either John, John Voight or Tom Cruise. Those were the only oh, two okay. that we could think of, because right. I don't remember any of the actors in the second movie. And the second <laughs> Mission Impossible is where they just pull off faces every five minutes. I remember seeing that in the theater, and I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. Then Nicolas Cage will come in and meet John Voight, and they'll go look for treasure. Right. Yes. And then in the treasure, they'll find a mask of John Travolta. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we don't know. We don't know exactly who this guy is, if he's the same person that we met and he uh, took a boat back to Bravos himself, or if he's just some other guy. What if you're right? Maybe there is only one faceless man. He's got that whole house of black and white to himself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why don't you come into my house of black and white? Yeah, that's pretty sweet bachelor pad. I Come see. on in, there's candy inside. Ew. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, uh, I'm going to I'm going to assume that there's more than one faceless man. All right, you assume away. You were you I think I think you might be right, but I just am posing But I question. might be crazy. You might be crazy. Yeah. 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 Let's just establish that. And that's where we left. That's yeah. That's where we leave Arya. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's where the show ends, isn't it? No. No, the dragon is where the show the sh- ends. Yeah, but um, okay. So Oberyn, her his lover. I cannot remember her name, but we totally skipped over that. Mm-hmm. Was that the same person? It is the same person. What? Right. 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 So yeah. Um, I didn't know if I didn't know if the woman was the same woman from the last season. Yeah, it's the same woman. Because there's, yeah. there's a few... Oh, no, her her hair's different, but it's the same woman. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's seething. She's so she's mad. She's very mad. We don't we don't get to see a lot of them Spranky. this season, or this episode, rather. But yeah, we've gone to Dorne, and 
I forget what her first name is, but her last name is Sand because she's a bastard. And oh, so that means Dorne is part of the Seven Kingdoms, okay? Because that's how they do their bastard names. Um, but yeah, so she goes to uh, Lord. Is it what's his name? Uh, he's a prince, I prince, think. Is it Prince Dorne? Or maybe he's a king, Prince. What's his Doran? name? Doran. No. Yeah. Well, or, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway. The guy yeah. that played Julian Bashir in Deep Space Nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, the brother of uh, Oberon. Yes. And, who uh, rules Dorne. Who rules Dorne. And, and he's wheelchair bound, apparently. Is he? Yeah, he's got a chair with wheels. Oh, I didn't notice the wheels. Well, there's big wheels on it. Mm, That's cool. Maybe, maybe he just likes chairs with wheels. Yeah. Could be. So we got we got wheelchairs here in Dorne. I don't know what you guys are doing with your horses, but I can do this. He, is, he, he gets that he gets this big old black guy bodyguard to push him around. Yeah, mm-hmm. push me around, huh? Because <laughs> that, that's how he sounds. <laughs> yeah, he's like, but, uh, yeah, it's nice out here in the gardens. Especially, hey, does anybody notice there's no bugs here? Yeah. <laughs> Where are the bugs? This tropical area, and there's no bugs, no mosquitoes or anything. Yeah, I don't know are there where they bugs are. in the Game of Thrones. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen one. Never seen anybody like in the woods. No, well, apparently there was a, off. There's a bug in Tyrion's box. Hmm. What? You oh, yes. Oh, no, yes. <laughs> there, you there you go. There are bugs. <laughs> there's, there's one <laughs> bug. There's one bug. <laughs> the bug that got into Tyrion's drink while he's in the box. <laughs> right. There's not a lot to talk uh, about in that scene, really. Like Tyrion and Varys, mm-hmm. I mean, they had a nice little conversation, but nothing really. They just had that one brief scene, so nothing really to add there. But still on the road, going to get to Marine eventually, we think. Uh, Tyrion's all drunk and mopey about killing Shay. Mm-hmm. Oh. You choked your girlfriend. She told me to leave. Um, what were we talking about before Tyrion? You're talking about Oberyn's girlfriend. Oh yeah, so she's got her uh, sand snakes, which are her group of fighters, and they wanna they wanna go start a war with King's Landing. And the brother is like, no, we're not going to do that because... Oh, she's wanting to do all kinds of shit. She wants to, like, chop up the uh, Cersei's, Cersei's daughter. daughter and mail her to her. And she's like, going crazy. It's like, um... She cray cray. We don't butcher children and send pieces parts back to their parents. We're, we're better than that. Well, maybe you're better than that. I'm not better than that. And if you die, we're going to take over and we're going to send pieces parts to people. Pieces parts is basically, I think that's the moral that we can get from that. So we'll see how that goes. And then later on, <clears throat> that was it for that part of it. That was it for that part. Yeah, there, that was a very brief scene as well. Yeah, but later on in the episode, we are taken to Castle Black. We are. Where... And that's I think that's the last thing we have to talk about. Yeah. So interesting things that happen. So we have King Dick. Stannis, um, talking to Jon Snow, saying, hey, he was supposed to burn by fire. By he, I mean Mance Raider, who uh, was getting burned at the stake before. Jon put him out of his misery with a well-shot arrow. 
And the discussion goes into who's going to lead the wildlings. John says, you're not going to lead the wildlings. And other things. He says other things, too? And he too? says other things. Oh, okay. I, was thinking, I was thinking it would have been damn funny if John would have missed that shot. And, like, shot him in the eye or something? Just hit him in the shoulder? Like, oh! Oh, my, my hand! Oh, crap, sorry. I'll get it this time. We just completely <laughs> missed entirely and hit a bystander. <laughs> just watching. Crap! That would have been a good opportunity to get rid of some people. <laughs> no, uh, John says only the the wild things won't follow anybody that's not a wildling. Um... Stan shows him a letter from somebody in the north who says there's only one king and his name is Stark. And John has a little chuckle at that, which doesn't please Stannis too much. But Stannis basically tries to uh, woo John, let's say, by saying, I want you to bring me the north. And John's like, well, I'm a bastard. I can't really bring you anything. And I'm part of the Night's Watch. (gasps) <gasps> and he goes, oh, well, what if you kneel before me and I actually grant you the Stark name and make you Lord of Winterfell? And then while you're on your knees, <laughs> you can also... <laughs> you need a blowy. What would that sound like? Gawk, gawk. <laughs> you, can serve, you, can, you can pledge your service to King Dick. <laughs> Please, show me your loyalty. So, yeah, so we uh, flash over to the mess tent. John's telling uh, Samuel Tarley that about everything that's going on. It's like, oh, yeah, he offered me my name. I could be Lord of Winterfell. He's like, oh, that's great. That's everything you ever wanted. Because that's what he sounds like. <laughs> that's <laughs> actually pretty close, <laughs> isn't it? No, it's nowhere close. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> it works. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and John says, I uh, think i'm gonna say no it's like i'm too cool for school i'm too cool to be lord of winterfell yep i gotta be here if i if i give up my oath to the night's watch why would they follow me in winterfell it's because you've got pouty eyes and lips and stuff you're you're an adorable person and everybody like (laughs) who can who can resist that face because that's how you talk to people that's how you talk (laughs) that's how you talk to somebody who could be king in the north how can they lose their face? <laughs> By pulling it off, because that's what they do in Bravos. So, meanwhile, once it turns out that John's not actually going to take Stannis up on the offer, Sam has a different idea. Well, we've got this vote that's about to go on about who's going to be the new Lord Commander now that Mormont was killed back at Craster's last season or two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. It's been so long. It's so long between seasons, I can't keep it straight. Mm-hmm. And we have Alistair Thorne, who is a real dickhead. He was like dickhead from day one. So he's up. Then some old guy we've never heard of, and Sam decides that he's going to throw John's hat in the ring. And John wins by one vote. John is the new knight commander of the Night's whoa, Watch. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Um, they had to first smash the pot with all the tokens in it. They had to smash it. Right. They couldn't have just dumped it out. Exactly. Why didn't they just dump it I out? I was thinking the same thing. Because it's a narrow... <laughs> like, 
It's <laughs> so like, wasteful. Like, ah, smash. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get to it. Well, listen, don't have time for this dumping out stuff. Probably because yeah. it's really boring in Castle Black, so they need to have some kind of excitement. We're going to break a pot, and then and we're going to go over to the pottery wheel and make another pot. That's going to be... Uh, they can't watch Game of Thrones. The guy they that has to on, make on those pottery Sunday. pots like, God damn it, not again. That's one I made with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same. That's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, that's really good. Mm. All right, let's all start making some pottery. (laughs) Is it just going to be like three three bags? Three way, three way pottery wheel. (laughs) Who's going to be in front? I'll be the meat. (laughs) Who's going to be the caboose? Of course you will. So, okay. yeah, so John's, wins yeah, so one. John is the uh, new Lord Commander by one vote. And Alistair Thorne was like, You take magic! Wiener, wiener, wiener! So that's not going to win him very many friends. Yeah, that's going to be rough because everything's going to be split. You know, there's going to be half the people for the, you know, pretty much want John and half the people want Alistair Thorne. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But now. I guess it's speculation time. What happens now? What let's uh, yeah. What happens with John now? Mm, now that he's going to he be ha- in command. Well, he's definitely going to have sex with the red-haired woman. Yeah, we didn't see her this episode. Oh no, yeah, no, but she was very much coming on to him in the Are elevator. You a virgin? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. And how is because uh, he didn't end up saying that he was go- not going to. Uh, Give him the north, you know. Right, he hasn't said that yeah. yet, but I think it's going to be pretty clear when. Hey, here's new Lord Commander Jon Snow. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but that does mean that he's the one that directly has to deal with Stannis in terms of Stannis being uh, up at Castle Black because he's getting ready to fight the White Walkers. Because mm-hmm. that's what Melisandre prophesized, or what have you. That the true war is in the north. So that'll be interesting to see. Hopefully we'll see some more with Tyrion and Varys that doesn't require them riding in a box. And we'll see what being a faceless man or girl means to Arya. We will see what kind of trouble happens in Marine. What else? Oh, the Jamie Lannister and Bronn show. Bronn mm-hmm. show. That's what I'm. I think I might be even more excited for that. I, first thing, my last episode, I said, Varys and Tyrion, they're going to go up and meet Daenerys. It's going to be awesome. Fuck that. Jamie and Bronn are hanging out now. That's not in the book. So that's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're going to come back at a bigger castle and a better wife. Yep. Everybody's going to get theirs. Mm-hmm. So I think that's. Is that, is that it? Has anybody else got anything else? I don't think we missed anything, so... No, I think that's it. Do you have any other notes on your spiffy little notepad over there? We covered it all. Covered it all. Well, there was a head of a dwarf. Head of a dwarf. Oh, yeah. I that totally was... forgot. Yeah. You Cersei's know. just going to ruin the circus for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's got the... Yeah, she's got the... Uh, bounty out for Tyrion's head, so people are just, like, dropping dwarf heads off <laughs> at mm-hmm. her... Uh, not it, not yeah. it, not it. This isn't his head. What, you think all dwarves look alike, you fucking dwarfist? At least I learned a lot about dwarf heads. 
right? That guy mm-hmm. doing science on dwarf heads. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that yeah, the doing guy that's a lot for his research. The guy mm-hmm. that's trying to cure the mountain or whatever is going on with that. Can we speculate on that for a second? He's going to make the we mountain into a dwarf. So holy shit, oh. he's making a molehill out of a mountain. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so he's going to be different. Just, uh, just at exactly as anticipated, right? He's going to be, he is going to be different. The mountain is going to be different. How though? I think he's going to be nicer. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be a big cuddly bear. He's going to, he's going to wake up and all he's want to do is knit. I mean, know? he's still going to be strong. First he's want to knit. I need to go to Dorn and apologize for all that raping and killing. Honey, <laughs> yeah. three seashells. Man's going to be the. Uh, the mountain Jamie and Branch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen with the mountain. He becomes a crazy cat guy. He might just oh, say mountain, cool. mountain, mountain, mountain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, so far, so far what we've heard or what I had heard and said last episode is true. We still have no, uh, no brand no. this season. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be that way the whole season. I th- I'm pretty sure I heard that correctly. Which Maybe it'll of, be at the very end, and something huge will happen. Yeah, that's probably, that actually might be likely. That like in the season finale, we'll actually like see something. I, I could I can see that happening. Previews for the next episode, we uh, we're apparently going to go back to Winterfell. We're going to see how the uh, Roose Bolton and his crazy bastard kid are dealing with things, and we're going to see Theon Greyjoy again. Mm. Theon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old Dickless. Yeah. <laughs> the one wiener you're never going to see, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! And he was supposed to be really well endowed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so there like a brief clip of yeah. Jack and Hagar or whatever his, whoever he's supposed to, nobody. But uh, so, we'll, so we'll at least see some Arya. You saw Tyrion, just for a second, I think, too. Yeah, with a hood So on. he was out of the box. That's true. He was. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so great. Uh, he's going to be out of the box with a hood on, so nobody can see his dwarf head. Yeah, we've had enough with him in a box. It's my dwarf in mm. a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dwarf in a box, baby. <laughs> I think that's a good place to One, push your shit out that box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yep, parody time. We might have to work on that. But, uh, I, I was thinking about this today, just randomly. I'm like, I hope they use different holes for like when he was getting food and when he was pushing stuff out. <laughs> I hope they have like, designated holes. No, 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 stop, stop! That's my shithole! <laughs> Which I've heard a lot. Don't <laughs> Don't put ale up my shithole. <laughs> I think uh, I think that that's a good place to end the show, right? Yeah, that's perfect. So, all right, this was Watchers on the Couch. I'm Tim Pickerel. I'm Sarah Hedrick. I'm Mike Daffron. And now our watch is ended. Until next week, don't put ale up your shithole. <laughs>